This is your host here at Shooting the Schmidt, Jonathan Smith. Got a great pod coming up for you today. Going to quickly touch on the new NFL overtime rules and then get into a ton of NBA playoff stuff. You're not going to want to miss it. But before we get into it, Double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. Now, if you haven't heard yet, the NFL owners have made an adjustment to the overtime rule only applies in the playoffs. Basically, both teams will have an opportunity to possess the ball, which is the way it should be in the regular season as well. I don't understand having a rule specifically for the playoffs and not having it in the regular season. But you know what? Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So we're just going to have to wait a little bit longer before... The NFL comes to their senses and says, you know what? We should make this rule happen in the regular season as well. So those, there's my thoughts on that. You know, we're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. Now let's get into the NBA as the playoffs are quickly approaching. April 12th is, that's when the playing games are. You know, each team probably has between five and seven games left on their regular season schedule. And so I was looking at the standings today and man, they're both sides are just... They feel so deep, and the West this year, the West is beyond deep. It's insane, right? So sitting at the top of the Western Conference, the Suns look like they're the best team in the NBA. They've won nine of their last ten. So have the Grizzlies without John Morant in their second game or in second place in the West. The Warriors, you know, they're sitting in third. They've been struggling recently, but come on now. They're the Warriors. Okay, when it comes to playoff time, you know they're going to pull it together when they don't have guys in and out of the lineup like they've had their past few games. Mavericks are sitting in fourth. They're dangerous just because they have Luka and Spencer Dinwiddie, a.k.a. Spencer Winwitty, has been a great addition. You know, them getting rid of KP looks like it was a fantastic trade for them. They play great defense. Really like this Mavericks team. The Jazz have also been struggling. Gobert didn't play against the Mavs the other night. But look, you know, if they're healthy before the playoffs, that's a team who can put up a lot of points. And obviously, they have one of the best defenders in the NBA at the rim in Rudy Gobert. The Nuggets are in sixth. Look, they have Jokic. They're still holding their breath for a Murray or Porter Jr. return. And, you know, if one of those guys comes back, they immediately become way better than what they are right now. So they could be a real problem. If the Timberwolves make it out of the playing tournament, they'll give the Grizzlies all sorts of problems. The Lakers are a wild card. Paul George is almost back for the Clippers. The Pelicans are in ninth place. (laughs) But yeah, the talent just runs really deep in the West, and it just feels like there's no gimme first round unless the Pelicans end up figuring out a way to sneak into the playoffs, right? Because if the Lakers make the playoffs, and there's a chance that Anthony Davis comes back, and look, LeBron and AD, they they can be just about, they, they can beat anybody, right? And so the West just runs really, really deep. And then when you look at the East, the East is no cakewalk either. Right, so the Heat currently are in first place, but the 76ers, Bucks, and Celtics are all one game back. And we honestly, like, let's be honest, I don't know if I would want the number one seed because then you're playing probably the Nets in the first round, and they're the most talented team in the Eastern Conference. And then the other teams that could make the playoffs, there's a there's definitely a drop-off. Okay, the Bulls haven't beaten the top three seed on either side of the NBA all year. 
The Raptors don't have the same star power as these other teams. The Cavs, Hawks, and Hornets all have these fun young cores, but they aren't anywhere near as close to the original five teams that I mentioned. And the man, the playoffs are just set up to be an absolutely wild ride. And I know that people love the Suns, but I'm sorry. I'm not sold on them. As of right now, they have the best odds in Vegas to win the finals at plus 300. And I know the clutch numbers are crazy this year, and Devin Booker has gotten better, which is just a crazy thought. He's extended his range. He's shooting it off the dribble from three and knocking it down. He's really improved as a player. And the thing with him, though, is Devin Booker is still their best offensive option. And even though he has improved and he has gotten better, I would still consider him a tier below some of these other guys that they're going to see. Okay, he's not on the same level as a Kevin Durant or a Giannis or a Luka or a LeBron James or anybody like that. And to me, they feel a lot like the Miami Heat, okay? And they're really similar. They're both sitting at the top of their conferences, okay? And neither team will have the best player in their series, okay? Like, they just won't. Maybe, you know, in the first series they do, like, the Suns probably will, especially if they draw the Pelicans, But look, if they draw the Lakers, LeBron James is the best player in that series, and Anthony Davis is probably the second best player in that series. If they draw the Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns is arguably the best player in that series. You know, then it's probably Devin Booker, but you can make an argument for Cat. And so, and meanwhile, you know, the Heat, they're the same way, right? You know, in the first round, if they draw the Cavs, Jimmy Butler, probably the best player in that series. But if they draw the, the Nets... He's the third best player in that series behind Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And as they move on and they advance and they play in the Western Conference Finals or the Eastern Conference Finals, they're not going to have the best player in that series, right? So they're going to be really good, you know, with, you know, Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler, and they're going to be really good with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And then below that, they have a ton of really just solid players, Right, but I think that we saw it a few years ago or a couple years ago when the Lakers made their run and they won the whole thing is because they had the two best players in every single series, right? And both of these teams are led by super competitive guys in Chris Ball and Jimmy Butler. But at the end of the day, when you get to the playoffs, everybody is super, you know, competitive. And both of these teams have a lot of experience, but usually, not always, but usually when you get to the NBA playoffs, Talent and experience wins, right? Which is why I think a lot of people like the Suns and they like the Heat. Both of these teams are teams that have been there, especially the Suns. You know, we saw what they did last year. We've seen what they've done in in the regular season. And I'll be honest, like, I'm not worried about the Suns playing the Mavericks or the Jazz or the Grizzlies just because they have more experience than those teams do. They played in more meaningful playoff games, and it's not new to them, right? Where I am worried about the Phoenix Suns is that they have to play the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, right? That's That Warriors team is more talented than the Suns are, and talent wins at, at every level, okay? If I have better players than you, I immediately have a better chance than you to win. That's just how it works. And, yes, like, if, if they see the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, who are just as experienced and more talented, I would probably take the Warriors. Or if they have to play the Nets... In the NBA Finals, I would take the Nets because the Nets are just as experienced and they are definitely more talented. Or if they saw the Bucks again, I would take the Bucks because the Bucks are more talented. 
And that is my concern with the Suns. I just think that at the top of their roster, they are a tier below in terms of talent compared to these other teams that I've mentioned. Okay. And then, so if we look at Vegas and the odds, you know, they have the Suns currently as the favorite at plus 300. They have the Nets at plus 550. And look, if I'm putting money on anybody to win the whole thing, I'm putting it on the Nets. There's, they're the most talented team out there. And like I said, I talent wins in the playoffs. That's just kind of how it is. Okay. And then you have the Bucks, who are at plus 600, the Warriors at plus 700, and then the 76ers at plus 850. Now, if, if the Suns were to match up against the 76ers, I would take the Suns just simply because I don't, I don't believe in James Harden. I will, will not believe in James Harden until I see him do it. And so that is really the only other uber-talented team that I would take the Suns over. And I think it's you know a fair thing to say that they aren't as talented as some of these other teams in the NBA. And you know they have a good head coach, but so does just about every team at this point in the season. And talent has a tendency to win out. So I am concerned about the Suns. I'm not as high on them as everyone else is. You know, I listen to these other sports podcasts and they just absolutely love the Suns and they love what they're doing and they love the team aspect of it. And sure, like you can love, you know, the regular season success all that you want to, but, you know, obviously, you know, I haven't seen as much basketball as some other people have only being 22, but in my small amount of experience, the more talented teams seem to win more games. So I'm going to take the most talented teams. As of right now, gun to my head, I got to put money down in Vegas on a team to win it. I'm going to put, I'm taking the Nets without a doubt. Plus 550, I think it's a solid bet. Yeah, so that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Make sure to follow me on social media at jschmidt underscore four just for more takes and things like that. So once again, that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. I'll be back again tomorrow with another take for you.